Excelsior Stewart, I suppose. Um, welcome back to the Excelsior Stewart podcast. This is more of an update episode. Um, oh, yes. Uploaded in a couple of weeks. Longer than that. Um, basically, this is explaining what we've been doing. Um, what I've been doing, two things. Uh, one, I went to London for nearly four weeks on doing a charity called Property Pastors. We'll probably get Eamon on, your dad. Big Sam on. Um, so Ben's father uh, started a charity called Property Pastors. The idea is to offer really affordable um, construction-related work for Christian facilities. He's got a lot of contacts in London, so I was in London for four weeks. My father's a joiner, so I have sort of construction skills, so... I know his father through Ben, so sort of that match there. So we could, I'm sure we should bring your father on for that. I think he's, he's actually asking me. Yeah, it would be good. Way. So that, that would be good. So another thing, uh, I'm working on a project, a website called vidgears.tv. strikes, unfair demonetization, uh, you know, freedom of content issues, and you know, that kind of, a lack of competition between sites because you can't just leave YouTube for another site because you'll alienate your audience and you know everyone's on YouTube so your chances are you're not going to make it anywhere else because you know that's where all the people are. There's this feedback loop: the more people on YouTube, the more people go to YouTube. So the idea of videos is you can actually watch YouTube videos, Twitch streams. Vimeo daily motion videos all on vidgears in one place. We don't actually post any content, so you can move the vidgears, you'll actually get more content on on vidgears than you would on YouTube. So you can move your audience there and you won't alienate uh, you know, they'll still get their stuff, right? And as a creator, if you move to vidgears, the benefits you will have is you could actually link all your accounts, your YouTube accounts, your Twitch, Vimeo, Daily Motion. We're gonna add more platforms but that's the ones that are there at the minute. You can link all these accounts and say if you upload the same video um, to all these different platforms we can link that into one source where we know it's going to be the same video so what we can do after that is say say Dailymotion pays a higher rate um, then if you watch on videos at that time you will be shown the video source or say YouTube pays a higher rate, you'll be shown the, the YouTube source. But say if YouTube demonetizes you, you know, you don't need to have this hoo-ha about oh, trying to claim back your you know, copyright stuff. You just, that's the right word, you just change the source, you know? Like, there's a... I'm sure you know yourself, YouTube, the YouTube copyright systems, like, it's, it's messed up. I just watched a video, there's a guy called Rick Beato. He's a music producer. Music teacher as well. He does music videos. Funny enough, on YouTube, he's got like three million subscribers. He just uploaded a video about how one he can't make a, he can't make a cent off his videos because his idea is we want to get people interested in music and we we can only do that by using snippets, fair use, and fair use snippets of the music people actually listen to. You not just this strange elevator kind of music that mm-hmm. no one really listens to. You need to use the actual music people want to hear. 
uh, within fair use, of course, his video got copyright claimed by 16 different, uh, 16 different music companies. And bear in mind, it's this whole process to, to remove a copyright claim, mm-hmm. right? The whole process takes ages, and if you fail three times, you're off YouTube. Simple as that, right? Mm-hmm. And he's uploading quite regularly. Every single one of them is getting bombarded with multiple claims. It's like, he, he can't make it sent off his videos. He has to rely on the sale of his uh, music series books. Mm-hmm. But, you know, that's just a sweet taster. And then obviously, you know, there's political bias from YouTube, you know. Uh, yeah. But anyway, that's what I've been working on. Uh, me and my friend, Toby Claxton. So, probably get him on the podcast as well yeah. at some point. So that's obviously taken up a lot of my time as well. And then, uh, today's Sunday, so tomorrow, uh, Monday, I'm leaving for Zambia for two weeks. So we have like two weeks. There's a, there is a orphanage in Zambia called Ebenezer, right? Ebenezer in Zambia. Uh, we were there, me and my family were there three years ago. Now, how did we get in contact with these guys? It's a good question. So, my mother, my grandmother before her, were heavily involved in what's called the Shoebox Appeal, uh, Operation Christmas Child, mm-hmm. uh, or Smart Spurs, it's one of those few different names. But the crack is, you know, you fill the shoebox with little goodies, uh, good uh, use of things like toothbrushes as well, and, you know, depending on what, what the setup is that year, they'll be sent off to an area in need and for one of these years it was this orphanage in Zambia mm-hmm. so that's how my mother got in contact with them and then her and a friend went over to visit them and then the next year she brought the whole family for stuff and foodies and then we wanted to go again with them coronavirus so mm-hmm. we got all that all that was possible to go to so but we're so we're going now anyway we're going now there we go to see to see the children i'm not sure 100 what we're going to be doing there last time i suppose the most useful thing me and my father did was we sort of tear out this shed and turn it into a nice wee workshop for them with tools taught them how to use the tools so the children could sort of get some you know workshop skills i suppose build them up because you know kids out there they have nothing to go for them skills wise you know you need to you know at least add some sort of skills that can help them later in life you know especially help them need as much help as you can but uh, you know see see whether the road takes us over the next yeah. few weeks well, we'll be back home uh, by then but so that's, that's that's what I've been up to fantastic um, now in terms of the podcast itself Josh and I were in talks and we're kind of going to start a new uh ATT, we're going. It's season two, if you will. It's we're going to take a more in-depth analysis of creativity, uh, not just Christian creativity, but you know, works of literature. Um, we've got maybe some music, maybe some songs. Uh, we're just going to dig deeper into accessory to thought and really figure out what it is that drives people to be creative um why people are creative how they're creative the many ways people show creativity and uh i was more interested in actually treating 
Yeah, and us being creative as well. So you will see probably more poetry uh, for myself included. You'll probably you'll probably see uh, maybe some music. You might be able to see um, works of literature and uh, different things like that from Josh and myself. It's also an opportunity to get more guests on as well, um, who are more inclined into that, um, such as, um, for example, my uncle is over from America. He is a professor in theological history, so he knows a lot about that kind of stuff and uh, we can get more Muslim ministers in we can also get other people in as well um, and what that's going to do is that's going to open um, a bigger window for us to really take off somewhere but also um, it allows us to narrow at the same time narrow down on a particular subject that hopefully some of you will be interested in as well because uh, like previously from the very beginning of, of Accessory for us um, the goal wasn't to actually be anywhere remotely popular <laughs> like the, my idea was right it'll, it's something to force me to you know, think about things and research yeah. things and actually probably study things and uh, you know from that metric it's been like standing success excluding the last two months mm. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that, like. um, but I want to I want to engage more in the creative side of things and also maybe maybe uh, shorter, more concise and more well thought out to the point, right? Yes, yeah, a narrow a narrow window. You, it's, it's actual just like an actual display of thought about it. You know. Yeah. I suppose that's just rambling for two hours. We don't know what's going on. Um yeah, so like I said, it gives us a more uh, structured opportunity to talk about structured things. <laughs> um, but uh, uh, yeah, so keep an eye out for that. Uh, we'll be we'll be we'll be digging straight into that as soon as Josh gets back. Uh, we'll be posting more online on Instagram and Facebook and things like that as well. I'm sure Josh will keep giving us updates while he's out in Zambia. And um, yeah, it should be good. We'll also do a sort of baptism episode as well. So my baptism, if you didn't see that, you can check that out. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so yes, I was baptized. Um, by the time this episode comes out, last week maybe it's coming out today. I don't know. Um, it's coming out. Yeah. As soon as I process it. <laughs> Um, so yeah, so I got baptized. We'll talk a little bit about that for people who don't know what baptism is, or for people who know me. Um, people will be saying, "Oh, I was already baptized as a baby. I don't believe in that anymore." So I'll be explaining my stance on that as well for those who are interested. I'd be on your father about that. Oh really? Yeah. Um, that could be something that we'll have him on as well. We can maybe talk about that. But um, but yeah, so that was something that I did and. Um, yeah, so like I said, you'll be seeing some creativity, some creative works, hopefully from Josh and myself, from other people. We'll be looking at that. Uh, one topic, for example, is we both have, we want to look at the grim fairy tales. I think there's a lot to be unpacked there, and there's a lot of misunderstandings with that in the Christian and non-Christian communities alike. Um, and I think that would be a really, really interesting thing to work on as well. Like there is the analytical side of things, but there's also, we can just have this out there and just not talk about it mm. that, and maybe maybe there's some things you don't want to talk about too much because you'll remove mystery mm. like the whole idea I, I talk about symbolism all the time right but the idea of symbolism is in, in a in a healthy world we should not talk about that stuff at all mm. 
more like a John Bajou talks about like a defibrillator. And what's a defibrillator? A defibrillator for a healthy man is something very different than a defibrillator for a dying man. A, de- a dying man, a defibrillator is life. Mm. To a healthy man, def- a defibrillator is death. Right? Does that make sense? Yeah. Because if you, if you have a problem and like that really hits you emotionally, and everything, you've got a problem, you're immersed into a mystery. Mm. Like, you know, that whole perspective. But if you... Maybe it would degrade the poem if you watched a two-hour-long uh, analysis, analysis yeah. of that. Like all English classes all over the world. <laughs> but say if you're from the perspective of, you know what, I hated English when I was in school. Uh, you know, plus uh, abstractly, but I actually did hate it. I just English. I, I hated it in school. It was awful. Like, I, my, my teacher got annoyed at me because I kept on looking at the clock every few minutes. And when the clock ran out of battery, I brought him battery <laughs> the next day. That's, I did not like English at yeah. all. But, you know, I love, I like writing poems. I like stories. I like, and I like this analytical stuff. Mm. Literature is like, why didn't I like English? <laughs> anyway, so yeah. the thing is, if you didn't like English, you know, if you were shown, maybe you wouldn't you wouldn't care about poems at all. You wouldn't you wouldn't even think about what was this? What is what's this? What's the what's the story behind this mm. story? What does it what does it mean? How does it affect my life? But if you didn't, if you weren't in that world, if you were shown, oh, hold on a minute, it actually does have a lot of meaning here. Then that's like a you're opening the door just a wee crack. Yeah. Through so you, you can explore the rest yourself. Yeah. Does that make sense? It like does make sense, yeah, and especially because like I loved English. I loved it. That was one of my favourite subjects. Uh, I'm, I'm very dyslexic though, so it didn't do very well writing-wise, but I got it and I understood it, and I loved the freedom and the ability to read something, and that is a completely... What you've read may be the same words as another person is reading, but in your head, there's a completely different attitude towards it forming uh, in your psyche and I suppose as Christians as well we want to um, not only hone it in from a personal level but from a spiritual level as well and uh, really sort of not just apply our faith but apply what we're reading to the many beliefs of the, in the world as well um, we want to be able to be flexible and fluid with what we are reading we don't want to just read christian works or we want to read we want to read all kinds of works and apply that to human level i recall our episode on dragons and how we concluded that no matter what story is being told it's always the same pattern it's always this rise up to defeat the dragon and um and we want to explore that a bit more i think in depth um and like you said maybe poetry and stuff isn't something that you're interested in you know yeah nobody really has much time for that until you know the really important things start kicking in like a tragedy happens or you're going under some really difficult emotional or some kind of crisis at the minute that's when creativity i think really matters to someone in general is like it's so hard to do in this thing mm-hmm. there's so many easier things to do absolutely and it's I suppose what we're trying to do is it's not only we it, it's 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 escapism for myself and Josh to be able to get lost in these kinds of worlds, and uh, we feel like it would be good to share that with with, with you all. So yeah, that would be ATT. Well, to get past that whole, it's like sort of bar sort of buyer to read poems. Mm. You know, I, I, at least in the especially in the right way, because if you want to read a poem, 
you're not really reading. No, you're just reading something that sounds a bit. You're sort of reading the words. In, yeah. In the poem. Um, so I've made two, I think, audio poems that you hate. Um, I don't hate. I just like reading them. <laughs> yeah, that's fine. But uh, if people don't like reading poems, yeah. Kobe, he he loves the audio poems. He got more out of the audio poems and. Sorry, he got more of the emotional yeah. poems and just reading it, if that makes sense. Yeah. There's some poems, like, especially with my accent, I can't read them, it's bad, but, uh, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, none of mine would be audios. <laughs> my idea of the audio poems was, you know, back in the day, before, like, letters were really a thing, you know, you wouldn't speak mm. the poems, and I'm pretty sure in, don't ask me how I know this, but I'm pretty sure Right now, in really traditional Ethiopian North Christian Orthodox, mm. like, that's a weird word, they have a tradition where they, they every every week, every Sunday I think it is, they have a new poem that no one, it was, it's a new poem for that service, Right. it's never been written down, and it's not allowed to be written down. Person who makes it, they're not allowed to write it down. It's only like they add this meaning to it. But I'm thinking, like, back in the day, you know, maybe maybe we didn't write poems down, we were just told each other. And yeah. it could be like folk songs where there'd be poems that people knew. Mm. But I'm saying, because, because, because the idea of like you could send letters, that's the move, that's the medium it took. Mm. We're not restricted to just the words and the letters no. now. We have the audio, we have the visual. That can be broadcasted anywhere instantaneously, mm. and you know we might as well make full use of it. Absolutely that. right, yeah. Spoken word is, I think, a lot more meaningful than written word. Yeah. Okay. Absolutely. Yeah. And there's also a lot of wiggle room. You know, you can create poems that are only meant to be read. You can create poems that are only meant to be spoken. You can add like, you can add more than just the words in that. Mm. I have like, you can pull ambience as well. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, yeah. Oh. Yeah. But yeah, so those are the kinds of things that you want to be looking out for. Um, stay tuned and we will uh, post on up. But yes, that is the, the way we're going for now, for the next few months. And uh, we will see you around. That's right. See you next time. See you next time. Thank you so much. Bye. Bye.